At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. It is the Lombardi line as we welcome you in. Hope you're doing well. Got the coffee ready to go over the next two hours. I'm Patrick Maher, live from the VEASAN studios here at the South Point. Michael Lombardi, of course, in New Jersey, as we say, good morning, Michael. How are you? Good mo- I'm great, Patrick. Good morning to you. Hope all is well. Happy Sunday. You know, I think for the next uh, few Sundays after this, we'll have a lot of football ahead of us, which is a good thing. Football, never heard of it. What is this you speak of? Hey, speaking, I want to read something where we start today. College football legend, great human being, Bobby Bowden, has passed away at the age of 91. We knew of the terminal medical condition, but I want to start here as we open it up uh, with a tweet, M. Lombardi NFL. RIP, Coach Bowden, I cannot thank you enough for your kindness, your patience, and willingness to answer every single letter I wrote. You made a difference in many, especially my career, without ever working directly for you. God bless you. Yeah, you know, when I was a college student at Hofstra University, I would travel, uh, especially in the after football season in the winter months, to go to these coaching clinics all over the country. And and I heard Coach Bowden speak at one of these clinics, and it was really it was it really resonated with me. Every one of his passing routes were named after cars: Cadillac, you know, Buick. So the players would remember them and kind of feel for it. And he was engaging. And I heard him speak, and I went back to Hofstra, and I had this old typewriter. 
that I used and I would type letters to thousands of college coaches trying to get a GA job once I graduated from Hofstra trying to get a job in college football. And, and I must have wrote him, Patrick. I, I, I would say the over-under number would post at least 500. I wrote that guy almost what? every week. Really? And he answered me. Oh, he answered me every single time. You know, Are you serious? Me every single time. Serious. He answered me every time. I would put the, the letters sometimes on the wall. I would get them back. I was so proud to get a letter from him, and it was remarkable. And I never could get a chance to work for him because the rules of the NC2A were such that unless you were a student at that school, you couldn't become a graduate assistant. Now, they changed the rules a thousand times after that. So then I went off to Las Vegas and started my career. But I never forgot that. I never forgot his genuineness, his sincerity. I mean, he had no business. I mean, I'm, you know, I'm some some kid from New York. You know, they didn't even recruit the, that area. They were just building their program. You know, they were just building their program. And, and he captivated me, and I just thought the generosity and the genuineness of him really transposed itself as a coach. Great great job explaining that because it just really points out the difference in time as well, the idea of sitting down, writing a letter in return, mailing it to you. I want to delve a little bit deeper into that, but if you look across again, Bobby Bowden, second all-time in D1 wins. Remember, when he got to Florida State, Florida State wasn't Florida State. Bobby Bowden built Florida State into Florida State with the two natties, national championships in 93 and 99. A guy that is, he wasn't afraid to talk about his faith, faith, family, and mm -hmm. football, as you know, but Nick Saban, uh, I worked with Danny Cannell, of course, the quarterback there at Florida State. He called him dad. I mean, Danny Cannell had a very good relationship with his own father, but he said Bobby Bowden had such an impact on those that came through the program. He was known for giving second chances as well. Yeah, you know, look, I mean, he had, uh, I mean, he had Randy Moss on campus down there at Florida State. And then, you know, what happened was then he had to transfer back to Marshall. But he started his career, you know, in the South area. Uh, and he wanted to become uh, – he went up to West Virginia to be the offensive coordinator. While at West Virginia, he became the head coach, and the Marshall plane crash happened. And because of that plane crash, he felt like he wanted to wear the Marshall uniforms at West Virginia. And they wouldn't let him do it. And then they put the patch on him. And he thought he might become the head coach at Marshall at that time. But then he took the Florida State job, which was not a great job at all. It was a horrible job. It was a rebuilding program, and he did it. He went down there because it was the South and it was warm weather. That was it. <laughs> 34 seasons at Florida State. I think it went well. It did. You know, and still their program's not quite – where it needs to be. I mean, he he was able to masquerade a lot of the things, but they just don't have the wealth uh, of some of these other schools in the South, particularly Florida, particularly Miami. I mean, they don't have it. Their facilities, I think it's the reason why Jimbo Fisher left. He wanted to go to Texas A&M. They just don't have what everyone else has, and they're a little bit lower, and the town of Tallahassee is not an engaging place. So they fight an uphill battle there, but he was able to win that battle. And those Florida State-Miami games, who could forget them? It's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network on a Sunday. Thanks for joining us. I'm Patrick Maher. He, of course, is Michael Lombardi as we get you going. Got a ton to do. I was just taking a look at Michael Lombardi's top quarterbacks there, the tiers. I have to tell you, I'm shocked at two of the players we're going to be announcing here in just a couple of minutes. Shocked. One of them, 
I, 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 I don't know. Maybe you're trolling us. We'll, we'll find out. We'll start unveiling the list. We went through 32 to 25. We'll go eight more on the list today, eight more, and then unveil the top eight next Sunday. Just quickly talking about Bobby Bowden, who passed away today at the age of 91. And you mentioned, I, I, I was shocked when you said the number. You wrote, you know, four or 500 notes to Bobby Bowden. He returned oh. them. I, I'm curious. Maybe this could help a young uh, you know, broadcaster, it could help a young aspiring coach. What were you writing to him? What were you asking? What knowledge were you looking to gain? You know, just trying to find, you know, different questions that I would have. Cause you know, there was an email then, you know, there wasn't an email, you know, and, and, and he was able to explain it and what he was trying to do. And sometimes I would, you know, uh, offer, you know, uh, information from the local papers in the New York area of, of high school players that were supposed to be so good, you know, and send that to them as a recruiting area, trying to endear myself to them without always trying to take something from him, take any information from him. But, you know, he was an offensive minded coach. He loved the passing game. And, you know, this was an era of two backs in the backfield. You know, we were still eye slot, eye, eye regular. It wasn't exactly we got into three receiver set. So he and his offense was a variation of the West Coast, but it was with cars, Dodge, you know, you know, Jeep and all those things. <laughs> and those pass patterns became concepts that he was able to instill into the players. He thought the players would remember him. He had a great ability. You know, we talk about leadership all the time. You know, he had a command of the room, but he also could command the message. I think he was very engaging in how he was teaching what what he wanted the players to learn his personality radiated uh, I saw a quote from Keith Jackson I believe the most comfortable man in his skin he had ever seen did you ever actually have a chance to meet him Michael I did. I, I met him twice. You know, I, I flew, I saved some money one year to go to this clinic in Kansas City uh, in the middle of nowhere. I mean, I have no idea, you know, and I can remember my college roommate, and they took me to the airport, put me, I went on the plane. I ended up in Kansas City at that airport, which is, I don't think it's somewhere in Missouri. I have no idea, but I spent time at that, at that, uh, at that clinic and learned from all the coaches and took notes and I got to meet him and spend some time there. He knew who I was. He was very gracious. He gave me some time and uh, he spoke and that was it. I just, but I just could never, I wanted to work for him. I, I really wanted to work and learn from him, but I could never get that done. And I appreciated him. In fact, I just wrote his son a note the other day, you know, I'm back in the note writing business again, Patrick. Uh, I wrote, uh, you know, his son a note the other day to explain it to him. And I sent him a copy of my book. Son actually had a pretty good run at Clemson and then Dabo took yeah. over and his other son, I mean, he's got, he had two sons, big time uh, coaches as well. You know, the dogmatic persistence from Michael Lombardi, that, that's what I took away from that. One, obviously, the legend that is Bobby Bowden. But I think there was something to learn from what you were doing there, too, where it's just like if you want something, you got to go for it. You got to be persistent. The stick to as well. No doubt. I mean, look, the world gets out of the way for people that want to, that know where they're going. And that was where I think one of the only advantages I had from other people. It wasn't intelligence. It wasn't, you know, looks and charm and all that. It was really, I knew what I wanted. And I think that's what, what separates most people. You know, you so often I'll get calls from people today. Hey, I want to get in pro football. When you're in your thirties, you can't get into pro football. It's too damn hard. You can't go from the insurance business to pro football, you know, cause you, you have to start it on this trajectory that is with no money where you have nothing that you're really risking no family members or nothing and so 
because of that, you can gain an advantage. If you try to do it the other way, leave insurance to go coach football, that doesn't work so well. So, you know, for me, I, I look back on those times and I, and I find it to be remarkable that he would actually spend the time to write. So when I get an email from somebody, uh, you know, I always think back to Coach Bowden. R.I.P. Bobby Bowden, as we continue here on the Lombardi line in transition, but certainly a legend, second all-time in D1 wins. By the way, you said your looks didn't get you there. There's a young lady named Millie that I think would disagree with you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, you know, it was that, that I've, I was able to convince her. It's the, it's the only, it's the only, it's the greatest sales job of my life. I was going to say, right that's, a, that's a big win for you right there. And speaking yeah. of wins, how about this? Uh, Indianapolis Colts linebacker Darius Leonard Michael signed a five-year, ninety-eight and a half. I'll take the half, ninety-eight and a half yeah. million-dollar extension. It's going to make him the highest-paid inside linebacker in NFL history. Worth it. The kid's a stud. He really is, and I mean, he fits what they do conceptually. I mean, this is exactly what we talk about all the time, and this is very Walsh-related. It's being able to match a player's skill set to what you want the scheme to be. And he does it really well. And I think that in this scheme, they need him to be a great player. I mean, there was a play when you look at it in the Buffalo game where Josh Allen, it's all six foot five, 250 pounds of him, breaks containment again like he typically does. And he starts running straight up the middle of the field. And it's he and Leonard in a collision one-on-one. -on -one. And Leonard in form tackling gets the big guy on the ground on third down and say, and they force him to punt. So he's great in space. He can play the run. Look, the reality of this is when your Mike linebacker is fast, your defense is fast. This is critical. You know, I saw the other day, Patrick, and I don't want to pick on anybody, but Ray Nitschke is the 61st best player all time in NFL history. That's wrong. Ray Nitschke belongs in the Hall of Fame for his era, but Ray Nitschke couldn't play today. If Ray Nitschke played today, his hand being the dirty, he'd be a three technique. Mm. You know, there's no chance. Space is the game today, and Leonard is the typical linebacker that can play. And it's not about what down do you play on anymore. It's not about downs any longer. It's about formations. And Leonard, you can't formation him off the field. You can't formation him off the field. That's critical. That's why you get $98.5 million, because there's no formation they can put out there where he has to stand next to the coach. Whereas there's some formations, these guys that have this rep for being these great linebackers, they come stand next to the coach. And when you can formation a player off the field, he's not an elite player. If he could play quarterback, that would help him there in Indianapolis as they continue to well, suss through. You know, their I issues. got more for that. I got more on that too. You know, I was told, and and look, I love Chris Ballard. He's a friend, uh, but I didn't talk to Chris about this because I don't want to pry into his business. But I've been told reliably that they are very. Uh, they're they're content with Foles. Uh, they're excuse me. They're content with Eason, really? and, and they feel really yeah. They really are. They're content with them. They feel like look, we got a really good team. They feel. And this is probably is the this is the greatest thing to believe in all of sports. They have really great depth in their defensive line. They feel really good about their defensive front. They think their defensive front can is really dominating, and they're going to be able to control games with it. That's the greatest words you could say about a football team. We're deep in D linemen. Oh, that that goes a long way. And I think they feel like, look, we got a we got a good. We'll manage the quarterback. We got a good defensive front. You know, we'll be able to do some things with our offense. We can run the ball. You just go back and watch him. I mean, at the end of the day, when they couldn't beat Buffalo, it really became down to one thing. Rivers' inability to move in the pocket down in the red zone. They couldn't make a loose play. Everything had to go on script. 
And, and that cost them the game. Their special teams, Patrick, no one wants to talk. Their special teams elite. They have elite special teams. Now, the kicking situation is going to have to resolve itself, whether it's Blankenship or Panero. I'm not sure who wins that job. I assume Pat Blankenship will because of last year. But they have elite special teams. They're fast. They can tackle. They can control vertical field position. So this is a really good team. Do I think they win 10 games? I do. I wouldn't bet at nine is a really good number to bet the over because I think they're going to be able to give people some problems. A great D-line, a great D-line, and a dome stadium is magic. Those two things become magic. Why? Because you can control the crowd noise. When you get people up on their feet in a dome when it's loud, you know, and you got to hear the snap count, and the snap count no longer advantage goes to the offense, then all of a sudden you have great, great ways to control the football game. And so I think that's where they are. And I think that they have no interest in going out looking for another quarterback. I think they're going to go with Eason and Patrick. They like Ellinger. They know Ellinger's arm strength isn't great, but his smarts, his intelligence, his feel, his instincts, we've all seen it at Texas. We saw him play. You know, I don't think he was well coached at Texas, but we saw him make some plays down there. Their defense wasn't very good. So I think they feel like Ellinger could be a better version of Colt McCoy. I like Ellinger. The fortification of the defensive front by Ballard, George Young, Ernie Acorsi, those Giants team, they'd be proud of that, right? That's a good no, philosophy no to have. Right, and the way they play defense with Eberflus, they're so zone-related. You know, they need to be able to control the game with the front. This is very similar to what we talk about with the 49ers. You know, when the 49ers are going good, their front controls the game. Hey, when Seattle was going good, I know Sherman got a lot of attention. I know Bobby Wagner got a lot of attention. But in reality, it was that defensive front that was the real problem to block. And if you couldn't block it, you got into trouble. The reason we beat them in Super Bowl 49 had nothing to do with anything other than the fact that, look, they played cover three, 48 straight consecutive snaps in that game. Hmm. 48 consecutive snaps. Their defense got tired. Their front got tired. That's the only reason we were able to throw the ball in the second half. Their defense got tired, and we could actually block them. And then once we could block them, all of a sudden it became a different game. Well, if you like them at 10 wins, that's good for you as a better. Michael Lombardi does like the Colts at 10 wins because that number, the win total, has dropped that bet MGM down to nine, juiced up a little to the under. Josh Applebaum checks in via DraftKings. Good job, Josh. Eason, minus 175 favorite, take the first Colts snap. So he is your presumed starter. You know, it's fascinating, Michael. And Josh, do me a favor, check on this. It, we told you Circa when the announcement was made that it was going to be five to 12 weeks for Carson Wentz. We told you Circa immediately went to Seattle in week one in Indianapolis to lane three points. It most have it bet up to three and a half with Seattle laying it, but there's still a couple of books and I, this could be wrong. So Josh, go ahead and check on that, that have Indy laying two and a half, but the disparity there is, is really fascinating. Most three and yeah. a half now with Seattle. Most three and a halfs all across and 51. And, and, and I think the under has really got it. It opened at 52 and it moved to 51 and a half. And I think a lot of shops, it's somewhere between 47 and 46 and a half. So we've seen a lot of variance in this game. Three and a half. I mean, it just looks too easy to take Seattle against no quarterback Indy. But I would be careful here. I would be really careful. Now, look, I do think this in September, and I'm going to caution everybody with this. September is going to be an extension of the preseason. 
we are not going to really know who the best teams are in September. And there's going to be some upsets. And the book's going to get fooled by some teams in September. There's no doubt. There's going to be a variance in the marketplace in September because the books can't really evaluate teams based on who they're going to play, who they're not going to play. Some teams, I'm told, on, on, on this week's games, are going to play some of their starters. I'm told Wash, the Washington football team may play their starters a little bit against, against New England. We'll see. How much? I don't know. But you're starting to see how these teams behave and what they do moving forward. But I think in the first month of September, the first very month of September, there's going to be a lot of sorting out. And in that sorting out, we're going to be able to get our power rankings right. But we're not going to have them right on week one. Are you still of mind that it takes a little bit for the offense to catch up to the defense? Is that still your philosophy? Yeah, I mean, I think, look, it, 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 there has to be some offensive football. It's about rhythm. It's about game planning. It's about taking advantage of the matchups. And in the preseason, those things don't always come translate themselves. So, you know, offensive football needs scheme. When I watched, I went back and watched Baltimore play Buffalo. And I'm really convinced now, and I'm sure, you know, as Bill Berman's resting more in Charleston today, that he's right. I mean, Baltimore runs nothing but a bunch of plays. They don't run an offense. And sometimes when you run plays, you look like you're an effective team. But when you run an offense, and this is what happens in preseason, in preseason you're really running just a series of plays because you're trying to get the players to kind of know what to do and get in and out. But during the season, the teams that have a really balanced offensive attack, they, they can make some great sh- – that's what wins the game. I think when you watch Buffalo play against Kansas City in that last game, I, I think that there was too many times where Buffalo had opportunities and they just couldn't cash them in. You know, they got a really the game fell apart for Buffalo when they when they got a swing pass over on the right corner that Singletary's going to run it down to probably about the five yard line. If he catches it, he drops it. The next play, Allen gets sacked for about a twenty yard loss, and they punt, and all of a sudden the game's twenty one to nine. Well, you've been watching a lot of tape, my man. Hey, quickly, just a point of clarification. Those numbers are stale. The two and a halfs are stale. So the number right now, as far as, and we call it a stale line, but Seattle Circa has Seattle laying three and a half. Most books that have that game, week one, Seattle in Indianapolis up, are listing three and a half. So just a point of clarification there. Okay, so we want to make sure we get that in. I mean, and I think, look, and that's without seeing Seattle. We know here. Let's talk Seattle a little bit here. Dwayne Brown's not health. Dwayne Brown's not practicing. He's holding out. He's making ten million this year. He wants more, but he's there. You know, we know Jamal Adams wants his contract redone. He's there. So there's a there's two key components. I mean, if they don't have Dwayne Brown in that starting lineup, if you're Seattle, I'm not sure where they go. You know, I'm not sure where they go. That's a real issue for them. They're not deep enough in the offensive line. I mean, Jamarco Jones isn't going to be the guy. Stone Forsythe, the kid they drafted in the sixth round, he's not going to be the guy. Look, the big thing for the big thing for Seattle is to get their team in the offensive line cohesively ready to go. That's going to cha- that's going to be a challenge. It's going to be a tough thing. You know, they need they need Dwayne Brown there. You know, they get Gabe Jackson at right guard. They're going to pick him up. Brandon Shell's going to have to play better. They've got skill. The question mark is here's this offensive line. Remember. Bad lines don't travel. And if they don't have Dwayne Brown for that first game, traveling back against a premium defensive line could create some problems.
Okay, maybe a, maybe a little early for this, but I want to congratulate you along with Josh Applebaum. You guys nailed it. You were pretty much perfect on your baseball plays last night. And I've got an early morning flex from Josh Applebaum. Dude, almost every Major League Baseball game we talked about won. Even the bigger faves on the run line. Let's go. So Josh is fired up. Well, you know, I mean, let's not brag about it. This, people listen. That's all <laughs> yeah. we care about. I don't yeah, want to brag. I want people to listen. Hey, Josh, stay in your shoes, homie. We'll come back. Yeah. We'll get to number We're 24. Only as good as our next picks, That's anyway. right. 24 on, on Lombardi's quarterback list next here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah I, yeah because you gotta think Love he's it. gonna guard he don't care about guarding he's gonna guard he's gonna exactly. guard like you see him in the olympics exactly. he's gonna guard and then on I'm top of it like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what so. I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right. 
Great Express Bet. First Bet has a special offer for new customers. Get an instant $10 free upon signing up and then earn $10 for every 1000 wagered up to $1,000. Visit vcin.com slash horses for details. And when you go to vcin.com slash horses, you're also going to find a new feature. Daily Saratoga picks from veteran handicapper Ed Seahorn. Use the bonus code Vegas1000. That's vcin.com slash horses. Promo code. Vegas 1000 got the crew of course got Jeff Britton is here don't call me Ben we've got William Hill coming up in just a bit Josh who's having a good morning he's feeling himself this morning Applebaum's gonna stop by he of course is Michael Lombardi so let's get back into your list and I want to get out of the way for a second we'll reset 32 through 25 but the way you came up with your quarterback tiers and top 32 quarterbacks so once again, to me, this is really, they're clusters. They're not actually, this one's better than the next one. I think there, there's certainly, it's, it was with a cluster mentality. I put a bunch of players together that I felt like were in similar positions, perhaps different, but at the end of the day, they, they were relative in what their expectations needed to be for the season. So, uh, and based on last year's performance. So I kind of tried to cluster them all together and hopefully, you know, it all looks like it'll come through. Okay, 32, no surprise, Tua. Let's go ahead and throw that up with great job. 31, Jalen Hurts. 30, Andy Dalton in Chicago. Zach Wilson, who didn't look good in practice yesterday, 29, a cluster. Jameis and Taysom Hill at 28 and 27. Michael, 26. Sam Darnold needs something from him in Carolina. And the rookie, Trevor Lawrence, comes in at 25. That brings us to 24 on your list. We'll go ahead and we're okay. So we'll go ahead. This is how the list started. William Hill said this is a bottom five quarterback, not bottom five, but not too far away. Carson Wentz comes in at 24. Yeah. And, and this is the category to me that is guys are starters, but they have a lot to prove in the season. They have had moments of really good play and, but they have to overcome something. So this is the bracket that basically, let's call this bracket the overcome bracket. And Carson Wentz has to overcome his inability to look down the field. His yards per attempt have trended down, partly because of the inability of the Eagles to protect him in, a, in scheme and in talent with the offensive line because of the injury. So, you know, until Wentz can get that ball down the field like he did in the 17 season. Look, the one thing I learned from Coach Walsh, not one thing, I learned a lot of things from Coach Walsh, is if we see a player do it once, you can get him to do it again. And so I am not as down on Wentz as Will Hill is, you know, and putting him in the bottom five because you don't play the way Wentz does in 2017 and all of a sudden just lose your game. There's something else missing here. And a lot of it is the fact that he gets hit too much. And when quarterbacks get hit too much, their eye level comes down. And when their eye level comes down, they don't look down the field. They want the ball out of their hands quickly and they'll take chances and they turn the ball over. And I think that's something that happened with Wentz, and he needs to be able to do that. And I think Frank Wright is smart enough, aware enough, and understanding of the quarterback position to do that. Wentz needs to be, to get his confidence back, he needs to be under center a little bit more. He needs to be able to run some play action, use his skill as a big man running to help him. Okay, let's keep it going because I think 22 is fascinating. Let's go to 23 here on the list, and that is Joe Burrow. Second year, of course, the injury in Cincinnati. Joe Burrow comes in on your list, Michael Lombardi, at 23. You know, I I think there's an arrow up with Joe Burrow. I loved everything about what Joe Burrow did. I'm really worried about the Zach Taylor offense, him getting hit way too much and coming back off the ACL. 
I'm really worried about that. Now, I think he has to overcome that. Once again, this bracket's about what we have to overcome. Every player here has to overcome something. So we'll call this the overcome bracket. These guys are starters in the league, but they're not starters that can carry the team until they overcome something. And I think that fits Burrow's description perfectly. Look, you can't rank players in any system, in any grading way, until you tell me what the verbiage is. What does it mean? And this category means these players have to overcome. And Burrow's got to overcome Zach Taylor, that offense that I think puts too much pressure on on not protecting him in a sound and fundamental way and him being vulnerable to getting hurt. We saw it all last year. Everybody knew that Zach Taylor was going to, that he was going to get that kid hurt. If I were the GM of the Bengals after week one, I would have walked in his office and said, bro, like either we start protecting him or, or, or you're not going to be the coach anymore because he is our franchise quarterback. We know that. So stop trying to get five outs. You're, we're not playing the game on a blackboard. Like it's not a blackboard game. It's a real game. They hit us over there. And they left a nice tackle for the Lions in this year's draft to not protect yeah. Joe Burrow, didn't they? Speaking of that, we got to, the Dolphins are looking for a tackle. They let one go too. Number 22 on Michael Lombardi's list is shocking. That's coming up with Will Hill. What we'll do is we'll include him in the conversation on a Sunday here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Through the VEASAN College Football Betting Guide, you have to see how Wes Reynolds handicapped the Big Ten. That's all I'm going to tell you. Go see it now. It's 19 bucks, 19.99. Same thing. VEASAN.com slash subscribe. The VEASAN College Football Betting Guide is the best guide on the planet. Analysis of every team. VEASAN expert picks. But again, Wes Reynolds, the way he's capped the Big Ten. Pay attention in the Midwest there on Marquee. Go check it out right now. Get your all-access trial. vcin.com slash subscribe. Okay, William Hill is going to join Michael Lombardi and myself here on vcin, the Sports Betting Network. This is the Lombardi line presented by BetMGM. He, he is a part-time producer, of course, Point Spread Weekly, but he also <laughs> produces the show along with Bill Berman. Uh, yeah, and Ben, which we haven't heard from today. I mean, he's taking the day off. Obviously, Sunday's a rest day for Berman, but that's okay. We'll, we'll, we'll handle it. He said, hey, Lombardi, come up with your top 32. Uh, he, William Hill, as we say hi to Big Red, had Carson Wentz in the bottom five. He, well, close. Carson Wentz, 24 on Michael Lombardi's list, William Hill. Yeah, I think, I don't know if I stated it properly, but I just thought he was a bottom five quarterback last year when you just watch some of the plays, some of the decisions, just back-breaking mistakes, sacks, fumbles, turnovers, interceptions, you name it. Uh, it. It was bad all the way around. And, you know, I think Lombardi's got the right idea here where you put him in tiers, and, and I, I get what you mean where, you know, you play like an MVP one year, that player's in there somewhere, so you got to take that into consideration. But, uh, you know, I, Jones, Wentz, you, you don't want, you know, I, I guess both of these guys in the same tier is, is fair because I don't know that I'd want either of these guys to win a game for me today, but uh, but the potential is there. Well, yeah, and, and I think, Will, I think this, I think Daniel Jones, I have 22, but he's in this cluster. He's going to have to overcome 
the Coach Garrett. He's going to have to overcome his inability to throw the ball down the field. 36 career <laughs> passes of over 25 yards, only 16 with Coach Garrett. Doesn't throw it down the field. Has never gone over seven yards per attempt. You say, why isn't he in the other category? Well, I think it's year three. So I'm going to give him this year. But to me, you know, Daniel Jones, Wentz, I think, you know, Goff, I think all these guys have a hole in them. Cam Newton, you know, I don't got to spoil the, but all these guys have something wrong with them in this cluster. There's something and it's significant. And they're going to have to overcome it or the team's going to have to face reality and say, we're moving on. Now, the Giants are never going to do that with Daniel Jones. They think they have their Eli Manning for the next 20 years, you know, and if it doesn't work, it's going to have to come on either the player or the coach. So for me, you know, I, I, I could easily have put in, based on what I've seen so far of Daniel Jones, I could have easily put him in the bottom third, bottom category. But there's enough tape that he shows some moments of pride. You know, his best game, Patrick and, and, and Will, was yeah, the first, first game, game he played against Tampa. His first Tampa. game against yeah, Tampa and Tampa. the best game he played. That's right. Yeah. By, by the way, I, I, for 35 minutes, tried to build suspense for Daniel Jones. And then it just we just threw it up. So let's go ahead and throw it up again. William, I want you to react. I'm shocked that Lombardi has Daniel Jones at 22. Not because I disagree with him, but because of the way he had discussed him. That feels a little high for Jones. Your thoughts, Will? Yeah, I thought it was probably a little high. I think Lombardi illustrated it well, where he's got the potential. Like he does stuff out there. You know, when they had McCoy in there, the offense was just dead. Jones will at least move the ball. Now he'll, he's almost a double agent where he'll turn it over. He'll make backbreaking mistakes <laughs> too. But, uh, you know, he does some stuff. He, he runs, he's, he's more athletic than, I mean, you think of that Philly play where he outruns all the guys on Philly's defense. He does stuff out there. He's athletic. I wouldn't want him as my quarterback. I think, you know, within the next year or so, the Giants will probably see the light and move on from him. Um, I probably would take Burrow over Jones. I'm curious. Is that a health thing with Burrow? Yeah, I mean, I just literally, I, I didn't give much thought to who was 22 and who was 23. I just clustered them in there based on, you know, on what I saw. Like, to me, I would take Wentz over Daniel Jones. I would definitely take Burrow, but they're all kind of clustered together. And I think each one has something to prove that's bigger and bigger to the next one. So, you know, to me, it's all about the verbiage that goes to the cluster. And he's got a lot to prove, Will. I think he doesn't play fast enough, and he turns the ball over too damn much. He lets the ball out of his hand. And, and, And he's a turnover machine, not to the degree of Darnold, but almost to the degree of Darnold. And I, and I think that's got to be a concern. And some of that you got to worry too. I mean, is it a hand size issue? Is that something that can even be fixed as a quarterback? I, I would be concerned about that if I was the Giants. I, I think it's more of a, he doesn't play fast. I don't think he plays fast. That's what I worry about him the most. He, he doesn't play fast. It doesn't go bang, bang. It just doesn't happen quickly for him. And, and that's a problem for quarterbacks. Now, experience can help change that. You get more comfortable within the scheme. And I think one of the reasons the Giants didn't want to change out of Coach Garrett, all due respect, is because they wanted him <laughs> to keep running this scheme. But I think the scheme's horrendous, frankly. I think Coach Garrett's running North Turner's 2004 scheme. It's got liability and protection. You know, and the people you know, that, that understand it, that have come from the New England scheme, look at this and like, like seriously, we should do better than this. But they're, they're not going to change because Coach Garrett, all respect, Coach Garrett. Uh, that's all he wants to run. William, I love your play here. So let's start. The Jets win two games last year. Can they win seven this year? The win total set at six. You're going under. 
Yeah, I can make this as long or as quick as you want. They're not winning seven games. They're probably not. They're probably not winning six games. There's no chance. I mean, I'm the furthest thing from a Darnold fan, but chances are, a rookie quarterback, you're going to take a state a step back in terms of quarterback play. I mean, this is a kid. First of all, he's a frail kid, like you guys were talking about yesterday. Who knows if he can hold up through 17 games? And last year, he's playing against Navy. He's playing against Louisiana Tech. Now he's got to deal with McDermott, Belichick, Flores. Uh, that division's pretty good. The Bills are obviously really good. Miami won 10 games last year. Patriots are going to be much improved uh just from a travel standpoint the first month of the year they go at denver at london that's not an ideal scenario it's a long year i mean if they won five games and the quarterback played pretty well i would think you know that's a win for salah this is a total rebuild that the secondary is horrible um, and i know they had their moments last year at the end of the year but to me this is a four or five win team i'm shocked i know there's probably some six and a half out there which is crazy to me this is this is not a good team i'm not sure how many games are going to be favored I mean, you go through the schedule where are they going to be favored i agree you know, you know, it's amazing, and we as a betting network and bettors, we, we can't fall for this trap. The enthusiasm and the excitement that Salai generates, don't let that get to your wallet. Keep that out of your wallet because it's all false hope. It's really not – it sounds good. The media writes great stories, you know, they, you know, but the reality of it is is they don't have any talent. They don't have enough talent to win and be favored in games, and it's going to show up. And in the month of September, it's going to be hard with a rookie quarterback. William, in less than a minute, give me your baseball plays. Yeah, I like the Phillies. Just you look at them versus the Mets. Two teams going in different directions. This one's got a sting for the Mets. Not only are they in second place, they, they got to look at Wheeler here. And if they had Wheeler still, they'd probably be five or six games up. They'd have a decent lead. They, they let him get away. He's got a chance to win the Cy Young. So I like the Phillies here. That that one looks cheap to me. And then Mariners plus one and a half against the Yankees. I like what the Yankees have done post-deadline. But they're missing some guys. They're missing Cole, Sanchez, Chapman. The bottom of that lineup is really thin when they're playing guys like Brantley, Wade, Gardner. So if you get Mariners plus one and a half minus like a dollar. 40 or so. I like the Mariners here on the run lines. It appears you're back in witness protection. Blink twice yes. if you need me and Michael to come save you because that backdrop. My gosh, Will. <laughs> Get back to the art. You're talking your kid's yeah. art. Love it. William, great job. Got the two Thanks, plays Will. and the Thank Jets you, under six as well. Thank you, buddy. Decent.com slash subscribe. College football buddy guy. Like you said, it's great. Check it out. Dick. We love the shtick. Yeah. We're coming back. Market update with Josh Applebaum on a Sunday. It's the Lombardi line presented by BetMGM. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love 
Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think you could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. I'm not guarding like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. and raise the stakes with BetMGM. It's time to sign up, and it's the best time to sign up because tonight, Dodgers, Astros, if they hit a home run, you can bet a dollar and win $100. That's going to happen, so get over to BetMGM.com and sign up right now. Use the bonus code VSIN100, V-S-I-N-100, okay? Again, this is a new customer offer, but the number on uh, last night on the Dodgers we'll get to was insane, and tonight, either team, which will happen, hits a home run, you're going to win 100 bucks. Uh, 1-800-GAMBLER if you have an issue. Eligibility restrictions apply. Visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. Okay, Michael Lombardi here on a Sunday. I'm Patrick Maher, live from the VEASAN studios here at the South Point. We welcome in Market Insights podcast hosts and just overall great guy, Renaissance man. A flexing this morning. Don't generally get an ego from Josh Applebaum, but a flex this morning. By the way, that Dodger number, Britain, a.k.a. Ben and I were just discussing, it got bet up. You're not going to see a number like, honestly, it got bet up to like 360 last night. Now, they do win 5-3 over the Angels, but you're hardly going to see a number like that. That was wild, Josh. Hi, good morning. Yeah, Patrick, Michael, happy Sunday here, guys. And yeah, that was crazy. You know, we talk about Steam movie, joke about it a lot here. But in baseball, it's very rare that you see a team go, what, 70 cents, Patrick? Yeah. I mean, or like 100. And I mean, that was just absurd. Uh, you know, a lot of these books open, like I want to say they're around minus 230. Actually got up to like 390. So like 100. Like a dollar sixty. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's insane unbelievable so that just kind of tells you there was no let up there and I just think you know the teachable moment from yesterday guys is just you know with these big favorites you know you can lay these big money lines if you want and you know to me it's always bet trist not bet to win that way you know if you're gonna lay and again in baseball I really don't suggest laying these big numbers regardless will they win you know 70% of the time yes but if you're laying these big numbers you're not gonna get a lot when they win and when they lose you're gonna get cleaned out that's why betting to risk instead of laying you know a minus 300 uh, you're risking your just your one unit trying to get a third of a unit back but the whole point there, Patrick, a lot of the games we talked about when I texted you, which I was excited Flex. about, is these run 
these run lines. Yeah, because in baseball, the spread is known as the run line. It's minus one and a half. So these big favorites, if you like them, you know, instead of laying, you know, a minus huge 360 number with the Dodgers, get the run line, go minus one and a half. You'll get a much better number, like a minus 180. And that way, at least it'll make it a little bit more worth your while. So uh, again, to me, guys, with baseball yesterday, another big day today, always remember those big favorites, sometimes the run line, uh, it may not win that particular individual time, but over the long haul, you're going to get more, uh, more juice worth the squeeze when it comes to going run line over that big money line number. And that's personal preference as well. I haven't laid a, I haven't laid a run and a half in probably five years. I've taken a run and a half. And what Josh is referring to, of course, Michael is the run line. But that comes down to a lot with the, with betting comes mm-hmm. down to personal preference. You'll have professionals argue nonstop about run line. Should you bet them? Should you not bet them? So again, you got to kind of find your own rhythm. Yeah, it's a great point, Patrick. And again, you know, as a better, I don't think there's one way to, to bet or not to bet. You have to discover what you're comfortable with, your own personal preferences. You know, a lot of betters will say, hey, that that steam moved too much to the Dodgers. Yes, they're getting crushed with a lot of respect and money, but I missed the good number. I'm over 100 cents off, you know, off that, uh, that opening spot there. So it's up to you how you want to play it. You know, again, right now in baseball, it's also kind of erratic. You had a lot of favorites do well yesterday. We've seen dogs bark, I would say, the last week and a half. They've kind of ticked up a notch here. But again, betting baseball, just remember, you know, you have different options to bet, not just a standard money line. If you like a big favorite, run line can sometimes be the better way to go. Okay, let's get a market update. Josh, what's happening today across the board? Yeah, so we got a lot going on, guys. You know, I wanted to mention one Major League Baseball game and then throw some win totals at Michael. You know, the one that I'm looking at in baseball today, guys, is the San Francisco 40, uh, 49ers. So you got football on the brain. The Giants here, guys. Uh, the Giants at Milwaukee. This was a uh, so so far we've seen these two teams split the first two games of the series. These are actually two of the uh, top five odds to win the World Series. San Fran 1741 plus 900, Milwaukee plus 1100, fifth best odds. But Michael, we saw Milwaukee win the opener two to one yesterday. They had a lead and actually blew it. Uh, San Fran won uh, nine to six in extras. But what we're seeing today, guys, big move toward the San Francisco Giants. A lot of these books open Milwaukee Brewers around minus 130, minus 125. Public's kind of splits these two really good teams and says, hey, I don't really know what to do here. Yet, anytime I see split ticket counts, I go to the line movement because theoretically, if if tickets are even, a line shouldn't move at all. But we got to remember, not all tickets are created equally. So these bigger wagers look like they're on San Fran today. This is Johnny Cueto against Brett Anderson. Uh, We saw Milwaukee again, around minus 130, down to a pick Essentially, all this overnight line money, all this money this morning has been on San Fran, going from like plus 120, now down to a pick you would see this system 15 cents of steam or more off a win, 58.3% this year. Giants pretty good against lefties, 19 and 15, uh, now 25 and 19 as a dog overall. But you're really banking on the bats, adding Chris Bryant, guys. Uh, bats of San Fran hitting 244 this year, 12th best in baseball. Milwaukee, 227. That's 28th in Major League Baseball. You know, I like in this game, Josh, I really like the over nine. I think both teams' offenses are capable of scoring at least five runs. And and with both starting pitchers, they're almost like the the middle of the of the road uh, starters. You know, they're not the elite guys. And so I think these two bullpens have been taxed over the last two weeks. And the really the really the caveat for me is American Family Field is one of the more hitter friendly environments during the day. Third best park factor in runs in Major League Baseball. I like the over here. Wonderful. Go over the nine as we transition to football, Josh. I wanted to. Did you want to add to that, Josh? 
Oh, no, I just, I was going to say, I totally agree with Michael on that one. You know, San Fran, Milwaukee, that thing opened nine. It's over nine minus 120. If you like that, you probably want to get on sooner rather than later because, Michael, you're totally right. This thing looks like it's going to nine and a half. So, again, 5 4 game, you want to be able to push that instead of lose if you're late and get the over nine and a half. Coming up in the next hour, Michael Lombardi and I will discuss the New England Patriots for the Nesson audience. A big injury, actually which may be a name that went under the radar, but we'll discuss an injury coming out of Patriot camp. And by the way, on the way out yesterday and yesterday's show, you just casually mentioned that you're dragging Elise, <laughs> who I love, your fiance, you're dragging Elise <laughs> to Patriot practice. Is this, uh, is this something she wants to do or is this something that you're just making her do? You know what, Patrick? She's from San Diego. She's a Chargers fan. They left, though, so she's um, she's slowly becoming a Patriots fan. But, Michael, the funny thing is I'm excited to watch all the scrimmages, all the drills, see Belichick. She's excited for Patriot Place, the shopping, the bars, the IMAX movie theater. So, luckily, at least a little we'll, – each of us will be a little happy with for different reasons. Yeah, skip Jacks. Go to Skip Jacks, yeah. get some sushi there. It's a good spot. Yeah, it's nice up there. CBS, the CBS Zone. You can watch all the game. You can go and check all your baseball picks out at the CBS Zone, you know. That'd be fun. Fun. I'm sure there'll be a lot of people around. It'll be crowded. Usually Sundays, if it's a nice day, I don't know what the weather's like. It's raining down on uh, down on the Jersey Shore, but uh, I'm sure it will be. What time's practice? Like two o'clock today? Uh, three o'clock, Michael. So yeah, right after Lombardi, we're, we're going uh, South Shore here, going down to Foxborough. Mm. I'm excited. Mm. I bet there you, you are. There you go. I, it'll I be, it'll you be a good one. It'll, they had players had a day off yesterday, so today is Sunday, which they play uh, Washington on Thursday. So they've got to get ready for that game. This will be. You'll see today at practice. You'll see a little bit more of preparation for the upcoming game, working on within themselves, but also trying to help the players who are going to play in that game kind of get used to it. Probably we'll see a little bit of uh, of Cam Newton. We'll see. A lot of Mac Jones next week from a proposal at the South Point to Patriots <laughs> practice quite an engagement you've got going on there <laughs> Let's, I know you I mean look you might, as well, you might as well be real now I mean there's no sense in bluffing exactly. it now this exactly. is what it's going to be okay. you know later yeah, no, that exactly. is so true. That is when you again, and Elise is a gem. But when you when you're marrying Josh Applebaum, there's going to be a lot of phone checking. There's going to be oh, a yeah. lot of making plans that kind of circumvent the whole sports situation. Speaking of sports, let's go. I know you wanted to talk to Michael. You can pick it, Steelers or Packers. Go ahead, Josh. Yeah, so I want to start with the Steelers here, Michael. You know, I saw a report here, T.J. Watt, who uh, really great start to his career. We all know that. He led the NFL in sacks last year with 15. He's gotten better each year. Seven sacks, 13, 14, F, 15. Uh, it looks like he's kind of a quasi holdout. He's not going to practice until he gets his new extension. So it just got me thinking about the Steelers, Michael. It's a team that we've talked about uh, that I think a lot of betters, you know, were so high on last year. They start 11-0. and 0, Then they really struggle down the stretch, go 1-4. and 4. Still 12-4, and 4, but not really the way you wanted to finish your year there. You know, I was looking to Mike Tomlin in, in his career with the Steelers uh, is going into his 15th season. He's got a record. It's really incredible record. 145, seven in 78. That's a 650 win percentage. He's averaged 10.4 wins throughout his uh, Steelers tenure here. But Michael, the interesting thing is you're probably going to get a lot of Steelers over money saying, Hey, eight and a half. They can easily win nine games, especially with the 17th game. You know, we hear about big Ben looking much better physically drafting Najee Harris, but I wanted to get your take, Michael, because the win total is eight and a half, but it's actually juiced up under. The under is minus 130. Uh, and I think one thing here is they have a really tough schedule. According to their record, their opponent's records from last year, they have the hardest schedule in the NFL. Last year's opponents went 155 and 115. That's a 574 win percentage. Uh, right now to make the playoffs, they're actually a, a no favorite. Minus 185, not expected to make the playoffs. Plus 150 if you think they can make it. Uh, AFC North, they have the third best odds, plus 425. AFC, plus 2. 
2,000, Super Bowl plus 4,000. Uh, Harris is plus 600, Offensive Rookie of the Year. Uh, that's actually second best odds behind Trevor Lawrence. So, Michael, my thing is, you know, it looks like this is the, the Steelers, Tomlin, Big Ben. This is a 10-win team again. But what do you think? That juice to the under, a tough schedule. Do you think maybe that's a sneaky, sharp under with Pittsburgh? Well, I don't know. You know, I, I think it is because, look, there's really great uncertainty. I know he's on a diet, but there's more uncertainty <laughs> about him throwing the ball down the field than anything. And is he, to me, I think he's at the end. I think he's at the end of his career. Now, the Steelers think he may be able to play more. They would know better than I. They watch him every day. But based on the last five games, I thought he was at the end. Their offensive line is hugely questionable, hugely questionable. And bad offensive line. Uncertainty at quarterback. I don't care what your skill players are. And then you add the the add the defense, you know, corners that don't cover very well. You know, I think really that that's the issue. And then where are they going to get pass rush if TJ Watt, who's working on his contract? So, you know, to me, I think there's a lot of uncertainty in Pittsburgh. And I think they could be an eight and nine team, seven and ten, but they're gonna have to stay healthy. They have no depth. They gotta stay healthy. And they gotta get the best out of certain players that haven't played their best in recent years. There you see it. The win total set at eight and a half for the Steelers at BetMGM Division, five to one, 45 to one Super Bowl. You know, the pandemic did a lot for us here on the Lombardi line, got a lot of new viewers. And one of those, there was a rumor that Bill Belichick was a viewer. Well, Bill, if you're watching on Nesson right now, here comes Josh Applebaum and Elise. Can you stop by at practice and say hi? It'll make you feel good, right? Like Elise will be like, man, I'm marrying a stud. Oh, man, Michael, can you put in a word? If I get a photo of Belichick, I'm like a plus 10,000 dog to get a photo of Bill. But if it happens, man, we're going we're gonna to put that I mean, one on the should, wall. You, you need to let me know. I would have got you a better pass. I mean, my, Nick could have taken care of you. There's no doubt about <laughs> yes, that. Of course. Uh, Josh, we'll see you in the next hour. Coming up next, Thanks, we'll guys. get into the Patriots for you on Nesson as we continue. It's the Lombardi line presented by BetMGM. Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 
We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. Work.